Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! The playoffs remain entertaining, and we actually have some Bulls news to get to on today's show. It's funny, right? The name of the show is Believe in Bulls. We barely talked Bulls last week. We have a Bulls nugget to get to, and it's interesting, to say the least. I'm very curious to see how this is going to go over. Welcome into Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench mob member and Tennessee Ball, CJ Watson. CJ, exciting playoff action. Man, this is really, really fun. Even a couple blowouts I didn't expect, but otherwise, pretty good. Yeah, it's been entertaining fun. Uh, I'm in LA right now. The city is booming. Uh, the Lakers have the uh, the city, you know, electrified. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who wins the game tonight. Yeah, we're recording this on Monday, so we don't know if the Warriors Lakers are going to be tied, if it's going to be three one. We don't know, but we're going to look at the la- I mean, a couple blowouts in this series. I did. This is the one series I didn't expect blowouts in. So, yeah. but there's other really fun things to talk about, like Joe Mazzulla taking two timeouts home with him for no reason. But before we get too far into that. I have to tell you about our great friends, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. It's the hockey playoffs as well. Those have been fun. And by the time this drops, the NHL lottery will be over. Who knows if the Blackhawks are going to get Connor Bedard or not? It will only determine my mood for the next six months or so. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online because it's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official t shirt of our show. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com, the official store of the Believe Network. There's a lot of great stuff to support the rapidly growing list of shows on Believe with the official shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. Before we get going, I want to tell you about a couple other ways you can listen to the show. Believe has a new partnership with Cumulus. Maybe you're listening to us on there. Maybe you're listening on TuneIn. Maybe you're seeing us on Believe TV. A lot of avenues to take us in. We are excited to be with you wherever you are listening or watching from. Didn't dive right into it with 76 or Celtics. I'm getting my popcorn ready because, you know, he had Joel Embiid with the injury. You had James Harden with the big game in his absence. He hit some big shots. He hit the big shot to win it yesterday, Sunday. Joe Mazzula, bad game management. Overall thoughts on 76 or Celtics, just the first few games. Oh, uh, it's been, like you said, it's been interesting. Uh, I love the, the the battles that they those two teams have been having uh, back and forth. Um, one team taking the lead, the next team giving it up, and one team taking it back. Um, and like you said, James Harden just comes up big in, in clutch moments uh, that we're used to seeing, I guess, from him in the past. Uh, and he's doing it uh, as a as a side counterpart, as a Batman, and I think that's even better for for his team. Yeah, and Embiid struggling to get through those games. I mean, he's coming up. He's got that knee. He should be out. Like, he should not be playing on that knee. But here he is. You could tell he's getting, you know, a little slower as the game goes on. Harden takes over and just looks like vintage James Harden. He hit 
some, he had a big time shot the other day. He had another big one yesterday. I mean, like you said, when he's Batman, that's dangerous. If he's getting hot, if he gets too hot, you're, you see what happens. Cause the 76ers were down big and they came back to win that game because of James Harden. Yeah, for sure. I don't like that Boston keeps switching Al Horford onto James Harden. I think that's a bad matchup. Terrible, terrible uh, decision-making on the, I guess, on the coach's part in game planning, but uh, they're going to keep doing it. You know, James Harden has to keep taking advantage of that and just keep getting to the basket, keep finding his shooters. And I think Jalen Brown would, would love to get that one last playback where he doubled off of uh, James Harden in the corner uh, off of MB. So, I mean, it's MB down the paint. I guess you got to go because he's such a force down there, but you can't leave James Harden that wide open. That's elite shooter Al Horford, by the way. Like we, we got to throw that out there. He said, he said, he's an elite shooter. <laughs> and he said, look at the numbers. I can't disagree with the numbers. When you look at him, like, yeah, I guess technically he's the elite shooter, Al Horford. But yeah. <laughs> I agree with, I agree with you on that. And then you yeah, had that Jalen Brown play when that long closeout on Harden with that last shot. Yeah. Man, I get why you want to go for the double team there. Cause it is MB and he can, he can beat you with literally on one leg as he's doing right now. Yeah. And you've got to defend him, but you cannot leave James Harden that open, especially in a big moment. Yeah, you can't do that. And you'd rather give a, a two and a three anyway, two ties the game, and uh, you, at least you have a chance to to win the game. So, like I said, I'm sure he would love to get that play back. And uh, Marcus Smart definitely missed the open open three to, to probably win the game. So uh, a lot of a lot of possessions that both teams, I'm sure, would love to get back, and it's going to be interesting uh, for the next game. Well, and that last shot, too, I, I thought we were going to have pure chaos. It was – not as close as I thought it was, but he got that shot off. It was late, but it was yeah. just late enough where like, okay, it's not going to be too much of a controversy. If yeah. it was, I mean, two tenths of a second later, we're sitting here going, okay, did it count? Did it not right. count? Like yeah. my, my first thought, I even tweeted, I tweeted Harden after the shot immediately. I'm like, oh my, because I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, I thought, I thought it was late. I could see like, okay, maybe my eyes deceived me. I wasn't wearing my glasses. You never know. Like. Yeah. So I, I'm really glad that it wasn't the full on like the replay determined it was it was close, but it was like, OK, he, he did get off late and his reaction said it all too. the fact that he didn't celebrate. He knew. Right. Yeah, for sure. For me, it's hard to tweet during the game because so, th- so many things back to back is once you tweet one thing and something else happens real fast and you got to tweet something else. So I just try to tweet like maybe like once a quarter or once a half or something like that. But I love you know, I love Twitter and the, the reaction of, of the fans and stuff and reading all the comments and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Covered Loyola basketball for five years. Covering mid-major basketball, anything can happen. I'm used to tweeting something. I'm like, yeah, don't read that. Like, I'll just follow it up. Or like, my my favorite thing I do is I'll tweet something and something the opposite will happen. I'm like, just quit tweeting. I need I need to quit tweeting sometime. (laughs) But I mean, that's all. It's all part of the fun of getting into these games too. Is seeing the reactions live on Twitter and it's fun. So I when it's on ABC, I can watch over the air. So I'm ahead of everybody else. It seems like, especially in the Twitter world. And I'll be going like, oh, what are people saying? Like, oh, wait, I'm not streaming right now. Give it give it 30 right. seconds for people to kick in. But, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad these games are on TV because then I can sit here and be ahead of everybody when I'm sitting there, call a timeout. Call right. a timeout. I'm sitting going like this. There's no one else in the freaking room. I'm like, call a timeout. And he's, Why do you have two timeouts? You don't take one there if you're Boston. I mean, I think I, I like him that he has trust in his uh, his team, and uh, he has a like you said, he has a veteran. Uh, that five on the four was a veteran, experienced uh, five. So I think uh, him not calling the timeout, they, he, him thinking that they would get a good shot, a good look, and which they which they kind of did. But like you said, I would have called timeout. I don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to let the, let the defense set as if you're if you're Boston and just go with the flow and uh, and just let the let the players make the best decision for you. If you had one timeout, I can understand the okay, let them play. You don't want to burn your last timeout. You had. You had two of them. So right. if you, if you, let's say you get a, a shot off, you miss it. If you get a rebound, guess what? You can call another timeout. 
Like yeah, yeah. you yeah. had that leeway. If you had one, fine. We we wouldn't be talking about this if they only had one. You had right. two. Call yeah. one. Like you're, at the very least on the other end, advance the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm and sure he'll he'll definitely look at that as you know uh, something to, to like you said get back and uh, probably fix the next game. I'm sure he won't let those timeouts sit in the bank like that and just not use them. Um, but like you said, uh, it's always a pros and cons to every every decision, every situation in the game, especially late late game situations where it can decide the game. So I'm sure he'll learn from that as a young coach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like I like Joe Mazzulla a lot. I think he's done a really good thing with the Celtics team, considering everything that happened early in the year. Yeah. The fact that they're in this in this position is a testament to him. And let's shift here to Nugget Suns. This hmm. series is getting fun. I wasn't sure how it would go after those first two games when Denver won. The home teams won every game. I yeah. feel like that's how it's going to go the rest of the way, right? It just feels like the home team's going to win every game. I think so, but some teams. Uh, I think Denver has the the wherewithal to win one on the road. If if anybody, um, I didn't go into this series, uh, especially with CP being hurt. I didn't think Phoenix had enough uh, from the supporting cast, and I didn't think Devin Booker and KD could carry the load as much as they are uh, to to get them to a win every time. But they're doing a great job, and like Devin Booker said in his press conference, just forget all the uh, statistics and uh, being a, being efficient. Just go out there and score and keep being aggressive, and that's what him and KD are doing. And I think that's when they're playing at their best. Be very curious to see what happens. Is Chris Paul due back this series? Is he? Uh, he come back? I'm not sure. I don't think he should. I think just let him let him I, ride I, it. I agree. <laughs> I mean, you got something good going here with the way they yeah. looked without him. That that was going to be the question. Is like, okay, do we want to be those guys and say are the Suns better without CP, or do you just want to go through this series and regroup? <laughs> yeah, you just got to go through the series and let him let him just you know get better and recover. But uh, I think they're playing great right now. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they get one on the road, uh, how close it can be, uh, or if it's going to be a blow on the Denver Nuggets part. So, but uh, yeah, they're they're KD and and uh, and Booker are playing great right now. So I, I wouldn't mess up this flow right now. And someone else who's playing great is Nikola Jokic. Except the problem is they can't win the game. Fifty three yeah. points and eleven assists, and you lose the game. And I mean, it wasn't him. Obviously, right. this was not a. You score fifty three points. It's not your fault. You lost the game. <laughs> right. Lock down and play defense. <laughs> I mean, get a stop. You, yeah, they you can't waste a performance like that. Yeah, they got to do that better. Their their perimeter guys got to lock in better on uh, KD and Booker, and uh, just try to make it physical for them. Maybe double team them, throw some different looks at them, uh, get the get the ball out of their hands, and and just uh, I think I think where they failed, they pre rotated pre rotated uh, yesterday, just leaving shooters open in the corner, which is the easiest shot in basketball to me, a corner three. So they got to uh, you know stop doing that and uh, just rotate after the ball moves. Yeah, I mean when you get a game like that, don't play defense to help your guy. Don't. 53 points and a loss. I think of one other performance that a guy scored 60 points and Larry Bird said he was God dressed as Michael Jordan. You know, the Bulls lost that game. That's yeah, the yeah. worst part of that game is it's one of the great postseason performances we've ever seen. And yeah. the Bulls lost. And that was a, that Celtics team was really good. That's one of my favorite Celtics teams, favorite NBA teams ever. But you, you can't waste a good performance like that. And the other storyline that's getting lost in this, the scuffle, I guess you can call it with, the new Suns owner, Matt Ishbia, who, by the way, played for Tom Izzo at Michigan State. Just yeah. that's key context here because it looked like, what was it? So he had the ball. Jokic went to get the ball. He knocked it out of his hand. He went to, he pushed him. It, there was a flop involved on Matt Ishbia's part. Great, I think, the greatest man, flop of all time also. <laughs> he played for Tom Izzo. That's, all, that's, why that, that's why I said that. He played for Tom Izzo. I'm not surprised by this at all. I mean, it's great. I love that they're laughing about this too, but when yeah. that happened live, like, I mean, I was I was in the other room. I didn't see it. I get back. I check Twitter. I'm like, what the hell did I miss? I, right, found yeah. the video. I found the video. I don't know what to make of all that. 
Yeah, me neither. Like I said, I think it's the greatest flop of all time. Uh, it's definitely fun, <laughs> fun to watch. I mean, I'm a little disappointed in Isaiah Thomas, who's uh, supposed to be the bad boy. You know, he's supposed to protect uh, and be a tough guy. Uh, it's definitely uh, just fun just to see him on the side. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's def- started on Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely fun just to see uh, the owner you know, in- interacting with Jokic like that, and Jokic not, not caring, not giving a damn in the press conference and saying he's still a fan. He had the ball and. Uh, the league's supposed to protect us, so I I love it. I love the I love the drama that uh, this series is is, is uh, coming into. The funny part about it is when I first saw the video, I didn't realize that was Matt HP. I thought it was a fan, and I yeah. look, I'm like, oh, hey, that's the Suns owner. Like yeah. he he was just so casual. Like it's like yeah, okay, yeah. It's, I thought it was a fan. I think Jokic thought he was a fan too, because in the press conference he said the fan. I'm like that's the owner. Right. And yeah. Now Matt HP, he he went on Twitter. He's like, Jokic shouldn't be suspended. It's all. It's it's fine. Like the fire was great. Suns got the win. Like, right. and Devin Booker said it best as the new owner. He got his team a point out of it because a technical foul was called. So yeah, yeah. He, he did his job. Home court advantage. He's doing what he's yeah. supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I I go back to it. The guy played for Tom Izzo. He's got to know how to flop. Like, yeah, yeah, he got to. He has to be tough. You know, he has to know the. Uh, the way the way to work the rest and he definitely worked on that day on that play <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like he played for coach k or anything like that if he if he played for coach k he'd be the best flopper in the world but yeah I mean, that was all time stuff and it was just watching the evolution of the reactions of oh my gosh what's going on oh my god what's going on here no wait no that's the owner like it was hilarious just watching it in real time and i go back i guess i sit down i'm like what and i walked out of the room for five minutes yeah. We had storms coming in. Right. So I was getting ready. You know, I felt I felt like I was in the Wizard of Oz. I'm like I'm batting down the hatches. We got storms coming in. We were under a dust storm warning here in Central Illinois. First yeah. time I've ever seen that. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing that. I sit back down. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy man. It's crazy to see. Like I said, it's an added drama that's uh that's needed for the series. I feel like and it's going to give the Nuggets and the Suns more initiative and more firepower just to go out there and win the game so they can just move on from the series. Yeah, I mean, the one we were looking forward to the most was Warriors-Lakers. We made that clear last week, and now everything's changed. Like, all of these are getting good. And Warriors-Lakers with these blowouts, where that come from? I I thought this was going to be buzzer-beater material, like, final minute. We have back-to-back blowouts. Yeah, you're just seeing uh, both teams, you know, uh, dominating on the defensive end uh, in, in both games, uh, game four and, or game two and three. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then this uh, team's just catching fire, and then – on the Warriors side, they're, they're just not being able to make a buy a bucket, you know. Um, Which is weird. Yeah, they live and die by the three. So, on some nights they're going to be good, and other nights they're going to be terrible, <laughs> just like the last game, and not be able to hit a three. So, and then also the turnovers for the Warriors, that's what's killing them. That, that's been their Achilles heel the whole season. Uh, every Even last year when they won the championship, are they going to turn the ball over? How many times are they going to turn it over? And can they rebound and, uh, you know, play defense well? Yeah, and I, I don't want to get too bogged down in, in this because I do want to get the Arturis current shoulder stuff I tease at the top of the show. What's Jordan Poole doing taking that shot early in the series? What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the shot. Uh, I think he should have continued to attack a little bit more or at least take one step in. But, you know, as a fan watching the game now, it's hard to make those decisions. Uh, his teammates obviously supported him in the in the shot. Uh, obviously, he takes and make those shots. But I thought it was a bad shot. But, you know, um, I guess, guess you got to live and die with it. Yeah, and I, I understand the, these analysts who played the game. Obviously, you played the game, so your perspective is much different than me sitting there on my couch going, why are you taking that? So yeah. maybe in the moment, I who was it that said they let, that they would have taken that shot? It wasn't J.J. Redick. Somebody on ESPN said they would have taken that shot. I'm like, don't lie to me. Right, yeah. That, I get it was open. You need you needed to get a shot off. It was an open shot. You were taking that from Sacramento. 
it was way <laughs> way too far out like you get get a couple dribbles and then pass that steph or clay needs to be taking that shot it, it's right, yeah. I, I love jordan pool and we talked we, we kind of a, we knew this was coming last week we both yeah. said he needed to be smarter with the shot selection and then yeah. it happened again like you you can't have jordan pool saying it's jordan pool time at this point yeah. in the playoffs yeah, yeah i don't think so either like i said he's been not playing the greatest to me in this series uh i just don't think he's focused enough uh like i said i I watch him pretty, pretty frequently, and uh, his his uh his antics uh, just gives me that he's not focused, especially in this time in playoffs. You got to be focused, and especially coming off a championship uh run and winning a championship, you know what it takes to to get there and to win it. So you got to be take every possession uh great, and uh, he's not doing that to me uh, personally. Yeah, that's the nature of being a young player. Is in the big moment. I know we got the big contract. Like he's still a very young player, so this is gonna yeah. happen, and. If they can overcome it. They can overcome it. But I just, that shot's going to jump out to me. Like I, that's going to be the one that sticks in my head. Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they lose this series, that's going to be, everyone's going to go back to that game and that shot and, and point the finger. So, but uh, you got, you got to, got to move on from it and hopefully they can end. Right. Right. And, but I, we could talk Nick's heat. I mean, I think that's just an entertaining series. Jimmy Butler's back. That's really all you need in that one for now. If we get to it at the end, like we could talk about it. I do, I, I say that. I don't want to dismiss it, but I want to get to this AK stuff because we got, we actually have Bulls content this week. And it's one that Bulls Twitter has been reacting to because, so let's walk you through it. Darnell Mayberry did his usual mailbag in the athletic. And it's like, okay, he, he answers questions from fans. It's great. I love when he does that. You scroll down, there's a question about Arturus Karnaschovas. And he said a source told him that AK got an extension. Just casually dropped it in there. And I'm thinking, we're doing this again with the secret extensions. We had this happen with Billy Donovan. Now you're yeah. doing it with Arturus Karnaschovas. So the question is, has Arturus Karnaschovas earned an extension? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, but I don't know. How many years did he get? Two years, one year? Didn't say. This, I don't know anything. It's <laughs> the, bull, the Bulls. You're not going to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think it's uh, earned for extension. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs this year, so uh, definitely not. Uh, you know, one extension worthy. Um, some of the moves he made were they extension worthy? Uh, that's that's here or there the question. Uh, but like I said, uh, you got to give him one more year to to see what he can do and what the team does to to give him an extension. Now he came in. Remember, this was in the middle of the pandemic. So this is in 2020. He came in, and they're almost three full years now. It might even be three full years. I can't keep track of it all. I just remember by the time the last dance was airing during COVID, AK was hired. That's right. all I can tell you for, off the top of my head. But in that time, the Bulls have made one playoff appearance in those three years. Now, the first year, he overhauled the roster. I, I kind of – I don't give him a true pass, but I give him a pass. Like, he gutted the entire roster, and that's fine because it was Gar Foreman and John Paxson's roster. That didn't bother me. Right. Made the playoffs the next year. Obviously, get the big splash with hiring Billy Donovan. This year should have been make or break with the additions he made last off or two off seasons ago now. And here we are might have to tear it down we keep talking about that you don't have a draft pick so it's a mixed bag and this extension could be it could feel like a one-year thing to see what another year can do it could be multiple years we don't know <laughs> yes it's, it's very very uncertain because like i said uh they really kind of underachieved this year so why give an extension or why even kind of mention it i guess uh if it was a, it was a secret i'd rather keep it a secret another year <laughs> and don't let anyone find out especially if they have a bad year next year so I'm not sure why I even bring it out now and, and, and why I give him an extension. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I mean, it hasn't been like, so when Billy Donovan got the secret extension, someone asked about it, and Bulls PR was like, yeah, we gave him, we extended him. 
I haven't seen anything from Bulls PR on this one. And I could very well have missed it. That I mean, it, it's the offseason, so I'm not checking Twitter as much. But right. maybe I missed it somewhere. But that it jumped out in the draft. Like, you have no draft picks this year right now, unless you get a miracle with the lottery. So your draft picks you're looking at for evaluation are Patrick Williams, who I think is still high upside. I don't, I don't think you need to take him at number four, but yeah. you never know. Marco Simonovic, you stashed him in Europe. He's been on the G League and up on the roster, hasn't done much. I would assume it was a hit, safe to say. Yeah. Second-round pick doing what he's done. That's Even after an up-and-down year this year, that's a hit. Dale and Terry, I have no idea because he didn't play. Right. That's your. That's what you have to evaluate there. Like you have no big splashes in the draft, even though you had a number four pick. I get the Patrick Williams pick. I, I get why people defend that. I just don't know if it needed to be done at four. I even said that at, at the time when the lottery happened, when the, when the draft happened, it came around that morning was when I first heard Patrick Williams' name, the morning of the draft. And I'm like, right. where the hell did this come from? I, wa- I mean, I wanted Denny Abdia, which I'm glad that didn't happen. Sorry to <laughs> the Wizards, but I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. Right. But, you know, th- your draft is that was supposed to be a strength and a couple reaches here. Yeah, yeah, like you said, a couple reaches, uh, definitely a couple picks that you like in IO. But uh, other than that, uh, like you said, Dan and Terry hasn't played a lot. We can't really see what he's what he's uh, capable of, of what what they saw. Um, Patrick Williams, like I said, I still I still think his next year is going to be a, a breakout year for him. You said um, that for a while now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hopefully, you know, uh, I see a lot of upside in him, but we'll see. You know, if that you know pans out. But like I said. Four pick is uh, is pretty high, especially when no one else was on. Uh, thought he was on anyone their boards uh, and that high. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he does and um, how he can kind of rebound and, and kind of make this extension, you know, make it uh, profitable. Like, and I I get that the pandemic year was not the gr- the best year to get drafted. He had he's been through a lot. Patrick Williams has so has everyone in this class. But even looking through. Tyrese Halliburton, you can look back and say, okay, you maybe could have taken him at number four. He won at number twelve. The next pick, so Patrick Williams went four. Now, remember, this is the draft where the first three picks were locks. It was Anthony Edwards, James Weissman, LaMelo Ball. Yeah. I knew those were going to be the top three. The Bulls being number four, it's like, huh, great. Could have maybe traded down, but stay where you were and you had Patrick Williams. Uh, Isaac Okoro went five. Onyeko Okongwu went six. Killian Hayes went seventh. Obi Toppin went eighth. Denny Avdia went ninth. Jalen Smith went ten. Even let's – I don't want to – I don't like doing this unless it's like five years past. But yeah. just quick – Quick thoughts. Any of those guys would you take would you take ahead of Patrick Williams? Uh I mean maybe Jalen Smith. I don't know. Uh but you yeah. See that one? Like other than that, I I mean I'm not a big fan of all the other ones, honestly. Yeah. Like I mean <laughs> here like, other names like, that go ahead. I like Highland Burden, but like I said, you never know where they're gonna pan out or how they're gonna pan out. So it's tough. Yeah, like here so some of the names that fell outside the top ten. Tyrese Halliburton went twelve, Cole Anthony went fifteen. Uh, Sadiq Bay went 19. Tyrese Maxey went 21st. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly went 25th. Uh, Des Bain, Desmond Bain went 30th. And second round picks, nobody really notable besides, well, I guess Paul Reed, 58th overall that year to the Sixers. Yeah. But that draft, it wasn't a deep draft, I'd say. So I, I could see why maybe Patrick Williams would be the pick at four, like hindsight, as we said last week, is always 2020. But it just felt, at the time, even it felt like a reach. And then you look at the free agents. Lonzo, taking an L on that one because of the knee. DeMar was a good signing. I don't think it's a stretch to say DeMar's a good signing. Alex Caruso was a good signing. Goran Dragic didn't last a full season. I'm taking an L there. 
Andre Drummond, I'm going to say that's a draw. Yeah, it's a watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that's a, a tie. Like he, it was fine. It wasn't bad. He had yeah. good moments, but it was like kind of up and down. So I'm I'm calling that just kind of like a think of it. Let's let's put it in hockey terms. That was an overtime victory. Yeah, yeah. One, or an overtime loss. It was one point. Yeah. So we'll call that a two, two, and one on free yeah. agent signings, the big ones. Uh the Zach Max felt like it had to happen. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to count that as an L because I mean he played like a max player at the end of the year. So Looking at it, he had some hits. He's had yeah. some big misses, and I didn't even get to the Vucevic trade. Right. Yes, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to grade him on uh, stuff that he's done. But uh, like I said, I don't. I don't think the extension was warranted. Definitely not yet. Got to have one more year at least to prove that uh, you constructed a roster that uh, coach can work with, and it's going to be uh, you know championship material. Yeah, and again, we don't know what the original contract was for. I'm guessing. If I had to guess, I had to guess the original was about five years. Just yeah. I, and that's from that could that could also be me with the college mentality. My when I look at college coaches, I always say you got four or five years. I'd say five years tops. If right. you don't see success in five years, it's time to move on. Right. Like because yeah. you got you got to get your own guys in there. You've got to get the coach with your system. Like it's that's kind of how I evaluate. That's my college background talking with the five year plan. But I I I get why they might want to keep them around for stability. It's also, I mean, if you, if you know the Ryan's doors, they're very loyal. Right. This could be a product of that. I just don't get the quit with the secret stuff. Announce yeah. the announce the extension. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the secret stuff either. You know, uh, like I said, uh, it's tough to to manage and, and uh, own a team, but who knows uh, the reasons why they do it or you know stuff like that. But uh, you know, it has, to, it has to be go to the public and just let the let the people decide. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and. The fact they came out, I'm darn maybe it was a great reporter. Should not be coming out from a reporter, it should be coming from the team. Yeah, and yeah. This is how it happened the last. I forget who reported the Billy Donovan one first. It might have been was it Casey Johnson, somebody. And Bulls PR is like, Yeah, no, we extended Billy. Where's the press release? Right, yeah. Where's yeah. the announcement? Where's <laughs> yeah, like I've never seen this before. And I mean, right. it, obviously the last regime was very different. And yeah, I've made my thoughts very clear. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I think AK has room this offseason. If he sits on his hands again, if they don't do anything again, if they're back where they were, there's no excuses now because you have an investment. Whether the extension's one year, three years, doesn't matter. You right. extended him. You're all in on him. There's no excuses anymore. Yeah, yeah, you got to roll with them and roll with the punches and uh, you know, and make the best of the extension and, and uh, get the best out of him and hopefully he makes the right choices and the right decisions to to bring this team back to the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I want a draft pick, but if I had to pick between a draft pick and a point guard, I'm taking a point guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you can, you can draft a point guard, I guess. But you got that depends on the lottery to get a good one. So yeah. it's, it's we've talked about how big this offseason is. It just got that much bigger with this news coming out. Like, yeah, yeah, for I'm sure, yeah. very interested to see. Don't don't do nothing again. Two off seasons in a row, we didn't do anything. Yeah, do something. <laughs> Even at the trade line, deadline, they didn't do much either, yeah. which was very surprising. Um, because they needed they needed so much, and I think they didn't. But they didn't do that. That kind of kind of hurt them. But um, like I said, we'll see see what the future holds. My usual classic movie reference. It's like in Spaceballs. It was like, do something. Do something. And he gets on the phone. Do something. That's the Bulls front office. It's like, right. do something. Do yeah. anything. I hope you got I really hope you got that reference too. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm happy you got that one. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I was really hoping I'm like, you better get this one because that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like do something. That's all of us. To our tourist yeah. counter show, but it's like go 
help this team. Don't, none of this, I get continuity. I understand that. Change, you need to shake it up now. Like you yeah. underperformed and you need a point guard desperately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You just got to make the things work, you know, uh, just make a pull a hat, a rabbit out of the hat and, you know, make a big splash. Try to at least. Please, please at least try. Get in, get in these rumors and <laughs> make something happen. I don't want to hear that the Bulls aren't going to do anything. Right. But, you know, we're going to follow that. We're going to follow the playoffs. We didn't get to Nick's heat. Oh, well, we'll save that for next week. Like, it's a fun it's a fun series. Jimmy Butler's back. It's a good – it's fun. The Bulls could have beaten the heat. We could not even be having this conversation. But if, if – if, if whatever the saying is about ifs and buts or candy and nuts. But, you know, a lot of fun coming up here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and tie a bow on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippa, 98, the last dance, shop.believe.com. Also, check us out. Tune in, Believe TV, Cumulus Media, all that fun stuff. CJ, another fun show. We're back here next week recapping the playoff action. And who knows, maybe Alex Caruso is going to get a secret extension next. You never know. But we'll be here talking about it if we find out. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> never know when this week. See everybody. Everybody back here Tuesday of next week. Enjoy the basketball this week. And if anything comes up, you'll hear from us first. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.